0: believe it in him would not perish but have eternal life simple simple how are we saved Not by swimming the widest rivers, climbing the tallest mountains, being the fastest runner or the the smartest person. Not by passing tests, not through competitions, and God forbid, not even by selection, because His promise of salvation is for everyone. But it's so confounding, so complex to people who don't grasp the simplicity of it. Or because of our human intellect, which I dare say we aren't that smart anyhow. Never created a moon or a star. Never created anything. But we perceive anyhow that life is quite complex from a embryo, from a sperm, from an egg, from a tiny little itty bit of nuclei material comes this complex composition that we call life. We don't know if we are inside living organism, and we see evidence of living organism within us, and living organism within the living organism, and this could go on ad infinitum, Hmm. When we see and perceive all that complicity, you we say, well, how can we be just saved by simply God's love? And that if we believe in Him, that's all it's it take. And if we're so bad and everything else, Ah, oh, this grace, just a simple thing as grace, put us right with God. God's love is grace is mercy. oh no. People say no. I I, I save people, and I dare say, so-called, or we assume we can't. That's another thing. We can't really tell people who are saved find it so difficult to see to accept even to believe the simplicity of salvation. How a God created all this stuff, universes and galaxies upon galaxies, timelessness, and all these great mind-boggling and beyond all understanding things could make it so easy for you and I to have everlasting life and be powerful people existing with Jesus Christ. In eternity, through this Almighty God, there's got to be some patch. Oh, it's got to be totally wrong. There's got to be things that we don't know and we don't understand. The simplicity of God's grace that gives us salvation, and I know you've heard it before, that we can earn it, we can work for it, we can pray long enough for it, we can do good, enough good, enough good deeds to merit it. It is meritless. It comes straight out of the love of God for us. Yes. The simplicity of God's salvation. Well, first of all we need to think that everything that we we need to think that everything that we think is complex anyhow come out of some simple form or some simple thing. We we talked about life a while ago. And even inanimate, inanimate things. There was one grain of sand before. There were countlessness to sands all over the place, all over the world. Doesn't everything seem to start up from our understanding in simple entities anyhow at least what we perceive and understand to be I dare say it's a lot more complex than that but that doesn't matter it's just it it, it starts someplace so you and I some tiny organism some very, very, very small entity becomes this complex entity that we call a human being. Or for all other creation, creation, we could say the same thing. I want to share with you one of the real reasons that people find it so hard to believe. It's not only because we sense the things around us are so complex So therefore salvation would have to be complex itself. It's the very thing that would seek to take away our salvation from us, and that is sin. That's what makes salvation seem so incredible. And always making us think that there's something that we have to do to earn it. That there's something complex about it, that someone can achieve it in some kind. It can't be universal. Because all of our sins seem to be to us anyhow different, and some about more than the others, and we hear the preacher say, well, sin is sin, no matter how big no or, or small, no matter how much. I want to share with you briefly some aspect of a sin that is known to just about every church goal, at least, and more people, we talk about the sin of David taking Bathsheba to be his wife. When she was Uriah's wife, one of his soldiers' wife, we we know it had to be grievous, and we can fully suspect that a lot was going on in David's conscience because of how he behaved after he they lost that child and considered a punishment of God and literally almost fretted himself to death, extreme remorse and bottomless depression. Well, David, you ought to have known it doesn't work that way. But the thing is that when we talk about the sin of David, David's sinning, that's where we should contrast the simplicity of God's love and salvation to sin. If you're looking for something that you earn, Don't look at salvation. Look at sin. Because God knows we work for sin. We work with sin. And we work because of sin. And we work to get sin. Eh. That thing with David and Bathsheba... It's a big, big lesson to learn as we think about God's love. And what better person would it come from but a person who loved God with all his soul and all his heart that would go out in the cool evening taking in the refreshing breeze of the evening, or whatever it was. And the way houses were built in that way. We think about houses today. And no, 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 no. Even a lot of the gospel story, don't, somebody came to your house. The, the, the people literally kind of live, you know, extremely close to each other, building material, I mean, and the time and the efforts and the, and, the material itself and the equipment to build, you know, you don't build, you just kind of build on top of the each other. A little space you call your home. Well, the king you know, would have some copious place compared to the ordinary folk. But the first thing is about it is that David knew quite well that kings and high noble people. A king like himself could do just about anything to anybody at any time. And if he wanted a concubine or wife, it didn't matter what it was, somebody else's wife. He just, uh, and very little would have been said about it. Of course, there's always a conscience around and other people there's always a Nathan or other, but that's the first thing I want to bring up. As I kind of develop this and ask a few questions in between rhetorically, did he think, I was thinking as a king, with all this authority? Remember now, I'm contrasting this not only to the simplicity of God's salvation, but I'm contrasting it to how David was so deeply depressed because he said, God is punishing me for my sin. Your sin, David? Yo, did you, did you, did you... Take Bathsheba because you were the king? Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. From the time of Moses and throughout history, definitely in the time of David, soldiers going out to war would often and we believe in David's army, generally and mostly sign a contract of divorce. And they did it to protect their wives and their families. So if you're going out to war, you want to make sure that if you die in battle, if you don't come back, your wife wouldn't have to go through all the rigmarole, as we call it, all the legalistic thing in order to get married again or to, or, to, or to have, God forbid, some inheritance to somebody else unless she was able to prove that she was not connected with another man. And that was often done. The a soldier going out of battle, and many scholars, not about, just about all scholars, believe that it was very likely that Uriah had such an agreement, such a contract, that if he were killed in battle, he would be divorced from his wife. You got to think about divorce a little bit different from what we think about divorce. Legalism and all that stuff. If you read the Talmud, you know, the commentary on the Hebrew Bible, you might, you should get a better sense of it. So, number two, David, um, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't you just taking totalitarian authority, over Uriah's wife David did you you have a you you had a lot on your mind your conscience when you believe god was punishing you for that sin that sin those sins David did you did you send Uriah into battle in the front so that he would be killed, so that you could justify, not that she didn't have a husband anymore, that, you know, as we pursue peruse the scripture, we come to that conclusion, or was it more than that? Was it part of your plot that you could justify your grave indiscretion through the law of divorce. And David, sin is this tangled weave that we this tangled web that we weave, uh, once you start going down that road, it becomes more and more complex. sin, the problem with folk, the problem with you and I, the problem is that sin is complex and that's why sometimes it's so difficult to understand the simplicity of God's salvation through his love for us. David You really thought that whatever indiscretion that you had done, you had made it right on the law. Therefore, you were entitled to the benefits of anything that Bathsheba would give you, a son or whatever, an heir, whatever, because legally, and we could put it this way, theologically, religiously, you had justification through this divorce act, and David, did you not suspect that Uriah was so loyal to you that there's great modern suspicion, there's great indication that Uriah you believe would have gone along with it anyhow because you were doing him a favor. The more complex sin becomes, is the more justification it seeks. But the love of God and the simplicity of salvation does not seek any justification? Because God is the justification. That is, That is it. David, you love God so much. And you started down that slippery road. And it was hard for you to accept what a rotten human being you were on this particular occasion anyhow, that you would seek to justify yourself to the law, justify yourself with God. You can't earn salvation. You ought to know that you can't even earn God's love. He loved us because is God. David, one more thing. David, is it so much to understand how simple God love is to us and our salvation? That all we have to do is ask that there are so many things that come with God's salvation that we don't have to fake anything, make anything, complicate anything, and believe that what we have to have is what we see with our naked eyes and not with our spiritual eyes. God so loved you, David. God so loved me. God so loved all of us that He made it simple to be saved. Amen. God bless every one of us.